0: Man, your friends are always asking you why you're doing this and why you're doing that and your parents' cultures and beliefs are always conflicting with the American ones you're growing up with. And having to balance both and still be sane, that can be a whole lot of stress. Trust me, I'd know. We all grew up with amazing cultures, beliefs, and stories, but most importantly, we all grew up differently here in the good old U.S. of A. My name's Mohamed birhman otherwise you guys might know me as Mohamed and that's what I usually go by. And this is my podcast, Growing Up Immigrant, where we talk about the double life of not only trying to stay in your culture, but the American one as well. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Growing Up Immigrant. I'm your host, Mohamed, and today's episode is all about research. So, sadly... I'm not going to be doing a bunch of stories or talking about myself. I know you guys love me so much. But instead, I'm going to be talking about immigration and why we all love it so dearly and why it's so important to our country, good old US of A. So, to start off, immigration. You should probably know the definition of immigration, which is basically people. Or a person that have come from another place. It is the action of immigrating. Moving from one place to another. And immigrants are very so much in this country. Trust me. A lot. Immigration makes up for a lot of the US. And I will get into all the details. Starting right now. So... For us to understand more about immigration we're gonna have to go back to where it all started the first immigrants which were the europeans and believe it or not before the europeans came this land belonged to the native indians i believe the native indians is what they go by now not native americans but before us or before the europeans the native Indians used to rule over the Americas with different tribes and their different lands and Here in Minnesota where I live there are two major clans. I believe it was the Ojibwe and the Dakota Ha school does teach us something. Thank you education system but a little bit after The Europeans had come in the 1600s. I believe the Europeans the first people to come here were the pilgrims. Yep, the pilgrims, you know, those folks with the funky hats and uh you know the Thanksgiving. Actually, they looked nothing like that. They looked nothing like those from any of the pictures you've seen. The pilgrims were actually very religious and some of the first Europeans in America They arrived in about 1620, which was a long time ago, before any of us were born, and they basically settled off the coast of uh, New England, somewhere around there, Massachusetts, I believe, and they established a colony, and they started chilling out right there. Those were the first immigrants of America. Okay, so according to history.com, um, basically, the next big act of U.S. immigration was the 17 to 1800 period, where a bunch of Northern and Western Europeans came to live in America. Basically, in that time, a bunch of people came over, and the land was predominantly white. And during that time, people got used to just those people, those type of people, and just white folk. And a little bit after that, more diversity started pouring in. In about the 1800s, a bunch of West Asian people or West Asian folk started to pour in into America in 1865, which, you know people didn't like. They, they were laborers from China and a bunch of other countries, and people didn't really like that. So the government created the Chinese Exclusionary Act, which is ridiculous if you ask me why. I have no clue. It just sounds bad. So after that, the Chinese Exclusionary Act was made, and it enforced immigration to be lessened. Now, ladies and gentlemen, that was just the first act of immigration being censored or just being lessened, I guess, in general. But after that, immigration changed for better or for worse. That is up to you to decide. Now, we're going to skip to when I came to America. Over the time periods, immigration happened a whole lot. Trust me. Just trust just the history books, you know. But immigration happened throughout the times, all the way up until the 2000s, where me and my mom came here. So, according to the Center of Immigration website, on the website, it talks about how 28.4 million immigrants lived in the U.S. in the 2000s and it was a 43% increase from the 90s. That is 43%. That's like at least half an increase. That's a whole lot of people, trust me. They also talked about how immigration became a huge growth factor for the population of the US and that the 11 million that arrived, that the 11 million people that arrived in the US would give birth to about 6.4 million kids, and those kids would all turn out to be American citizens, and that the entire growth of that is equal to 70% of the last decade, which would be the 1980s to the 1990s. Wow. So, fun fact. If you didn't know, the economy in the early 2000s was pretty bad. Thanks to a bunch of things like stock companies crashing, 9-11, and just a bunch of scandals overall. They were filled with scandals back then. I don't know what they were into. It's ridiculous. But even though the economy was uh, going into a recession, the productivity was still going up and my summary for that is basically jobs were paying wages that weren't so good i mean even though productivity was going up wages and family incomes for medium in- for middle class not medium middle class families were going down from 58000 to 56000 according to moneycnn.com basically The economy was going into a recession, but at the time, a bunch of immigrants have come into the country not knowing anything about anything really. You know, they didn't know really much about wages and most of them just needed jobs because jobs got you money and money got you food. And that's all they were thinking of. They just wanted a shelter, some food to eat and a place to sleep. And so they took the jobs, they took all the jobs they could get, and that increased productivity. But it really wasn't helping because the economy was still in a recession at the time. So one thing I learned in econ is the business cycle, macroeconomics. Basically, in the business cycle, you have a peak where is the economy is best of the best at the moment. After the peak, usually... You know, the economy starts to go down a little, starts heading into a recession because people have a bunch of money. So they start spending more, which creates a shortage in supply and more in demand, which boosts prices, causing inflation. And that goes into a recession, leading the economy into a trowel, which is basically the bottom. You know, because once you hit rock bottom, you can only go up. And that's literally what it is for the economy. So they start to go up again, and once again, they hit the peak. At the moment, the economic growth in the early 2000s was going down. But immigration kept the productivity up, which meant a lot of people still were doing the jobs that other people did not want to do. Because natural born Americans knew that it wasn't their money's worth. Okay, so I'm know I'm I know I know I'm boring you guys with all this fact checking and these articles, but trust me, we're almost there. So, my next source is the migration policy website. I know I said it, migration policy website. In this website, it just talks about immigrant interesting immigrant quotas and life choices immigrants have made and the reasons why they have made these choices. In a specific article I read, I saw that if immigrants were to move to the US, or foreign people saying they would move to the US, they would plan to make the country their permanent home, and most immigrants did. The article also included information saying when immigrants were asked if they would come to America again, 8 out of 10 said they would make the choice all over if they had to, meaning if they had a choice to stay in their country or come to America and struggle through it all again, they would have to go through the struggle once again. The website said that also most immigrant families had a strong connection back home, even if they were all the way here in the U.S., which I could definitely relate to because I still talk to my family members back home and mostly every immigrant does. You know, we try. I My mom usually does it like three times a week. I try to talk to them once a week. You know, sometimes I really don't feel like it, but I still know my family's back there and I plan on visiting sometime. I will get there. So, 59% said they phone back regularly. 44% sent money back to relatives. I do participate in this sometimes when I have the money. And 47% followed closely on their home countries, news, and activities. I also do do this. I care a lot about East Africa. I want to know what's going on. So, yeah. Immigrants are part of the U.S. and they're part of the economy and they help with everything you know even if we started off here a long time ago immigration is not new to the U.S. and thanks to the diversity it brings us we have a lot to learn about throughout our time here okay Once again, thank you guys for listening to today's episode of Growing Up Immigrant. I'm your host, Mohamed, and this episode was brought to you by Anchor and the students of Ysada High School. Yours truly, Mohamed. And stay tuned for the next episode, where hopefully you might get to hear some stories of some other kids from YZ High School. Thank you guys so much for listening. Stay safe. Love you guys. Peace out.